Training camp is over, baby. The Indianapolis Colts, they made it to the end, and Hot Rod Blankenship makes it beyond the end. Quiddy pays okay. Frank Reich, a little bit nauseating, and I'm going to tell you why. It, it, it's just something that drives me a little bit crazy about Frank Reich. It's a tick that he has in media appearances, and I don't like it. i got to tell you the truth. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines... If you want to see him play, you're not going to be able to do it this Saturday night at Lucas Oil Stadium. However, if you want to see Tom Brady play, you're in luck. He's going to start this Saturday. Tom Brady can go, but Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines, they can't. There's a reason for it. It's not all like, you know, crackpot, Frank Reich, uh, nutty stuff about training camp. Rodrigo Blankenship, he won the kickoff with uh, Jake Verity. So Verity, gone, waved today in favor of Matt Hawk, the putter from, uh, from Buffalo, who we learned yesterday was signing as a free agent. He had been released very uh, recently by the Buffalo Bills because they got that, talk about a boomstick, the kid's got a boomstick. The kid at Buffalo they drafted in the sixth round, he can flat putt it, put Matt Hawk out of work for just a little bit. He is now the putter for the Colts. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Thursday, August 25th, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at BUSR. At BUSR, it's all your, all your sports wagering dreams come true, is what they do. You make your first, uh, your initial deposit of $1,000 or less. They're going to match it for you. You make it $1,000, they're going to match $1,000, plus they're going to kick in 25 casino chips. How about that action on a Thursday? Headed into uh, ball games tonight. Packers played night. 49ers and the Texans. You want to get the drop on the Texans? You watch tonight's game. Their final preseason game in just two and a half weeks. The Colts are going to tee it up in Houston against the Texans. We got to see what they do. Are you psychotic? That's not any way to go about your business. Enjoy your life tonight. For God's sake, don't watch the 49ers and the Texans play a meaningless football game. Even watching the Colts, you're not going to see what the Colts do. Smash that subscribe button. Hit the like button. We're looking for 390 likes. That would be an all-time record. Wow. That would be awesome. And if uh, you want to ring the bell, so when we go live, you get the alert. Hey, this boob is screaming, is screaming about sports in his backyard live. Who wants to miss that? No one. And if you hit like, I don't know how I tell who hit like. So I'm not going to promise a prize, but if I can figure out how to see who hit like and who didn't hit like, I'm going to give away a prize. And it's kind of cool. We'll talk about it tomorrow morning. At any rate, uh, I want to talk about Frank Reich. Uh, Didn't get to go to camp today. So I read the transcript, but I knew what he was going to say. He was asked about Matt Ryan. Here's what he had to say about Matt Ryan. Okay, the, the question is basically, uh, how is Matt Ryan different from what you thought he was going to be? Watched him play for 14 years. Anything specifically kind of uh, surprise you as you've watched him through this camp? Here is what he said, and this is paraphrased. I've cut this down a little bit, but the verbiage is precise as to what he said. I didn't add nothing. All right, he said, uh, the speed he operates on, uh, the practice tempo. Listen, every guy's focused. 
Uh, every guy is all business. We made a lot of strides as an offense, came from a lot of players' leadership, but he played a significant role in the leadership he provided in this training camp. So here's a takeaway from that statement. Number one, Frank Reich is utterly incapable of offending anybody. Frank Reich will not, with a compliment to one, offend the many. He won't do it. And every time he says, listen, he's full of crap. He said, listen, full of crap. Whatever comes next, don't listen to because it's not worth listening to. Later, talking about Matt Ryan, I mean, it's just, it never, it never stops with Frank Reich. Does it have to come from the quarterback, he was asked. It really does. It really does. He's got the ball in his hands. He's calling the play. What do you think the next word is? Listen. Listen. These guys are all motivated. Everybody is self-motivated. But also, every one of those guys would say, uh, no, push me. Elevate. Somebody step in the huddle and raise the bar. There are other players who've done that as well. But blah, 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 blah. Just stop. And, and say, you know what, Matt Ryan is a hell of a leader. Your leader has got to be your quarterback. There are other guys who may lead their position group, but you've got to have a quarterback who steps up as a leader, and Matt Ryan does that. If any football player is offended by that, kick them to hell out. Goodbye. Wave them immediately because they don't know football. It's always been said if your quarterback hitting the first one in and the last one out, you got the wrong quarterback. Frank Reich. Number one, stop saying listen. It, it, it's like uh, Teddy KGB in rounders with the Oreo cookies. He starts spinning the Oreos, you know what he's got, right? That's his tell. Frank Reich's tell, listen, means don't listen at all because what I'm going to say now, I don't really believe whatsoever. I have no investment in what is going to come out of my mouth because I'm afraid that what I've just said is going to offend some weak guy who has no idea how football works. Frank Reich, man. Frank, you have got to be, if you're, leaders have got to be willing to tell the truth. And, and I know that the media, what does the media deserve? Do they deserve the truth? Really, honest to God, media deserves the truth? I don't know. Why not? right? But your team deserves the truth. And it sounds like this is the way he treats everybody. You know, oh, our best football player. There's no question it's Jonathan Taylor. He's terrific. Now listen, the other guys on the roster, the people who block for him are just as responsible for Jonathan Taylor getting those 1,811 yards as anybody else. And I got to tell you what, it's up to the quarterback to put us in the formation that gets us to where he can get those yards. And the wide receivers, they do a hell of a job blocking. The defense gets the ball back for us so Jonathan Taylor can do his running. We got kickers. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, it's exactly, who's your best wide receiver? Oh, there's no question that it's Michael Pittman Jr. He's your best. But listen, you've got other receivers on this team who can flat out play. Look, Alec Pierce is going to do a hell of a job. He ain't going to say hell, but is going to do a heck of a job uh, from, on the other side of the field. Listen, if Alec Pierce doesn't do his job well, they're going to be able to double Michael Pittman and make it doubly hard for him to do his. This is a team effort. 
And if that offensive line doesn't protect Matt Ryan, and if Matt Ryan can't get the, yeah, 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 yeah. It hurts my head. Just tell the truth and shut up. Whatever. Edit. In your brain. When you feel the compulsion to say, listen, don't. Just stop talking and wait for the next question. Because you've answered the question. That's what's going to be printed anyway. It doesn't matter. This is what people don't understand. Like sometimes, like Chris Ballard got up and and did his uh, deal, kind of state of the franchise deal at the beginning of camp. And he started by making a statement about guns. Nobody ran that on TV. I don't think anybody printed it. They're there. You're there to help the media tell the story that they believe is most important. They don't run, except for me, they don't run your commentary just from beginning to end. It doesn't matter. Everything you say when you say, listen, it, it brrr, delete. Nobody's going to use it. So why say it? I guess it really doesn't matter, does it? If nobody's going to use it anyway, what the hell's the difference, I suppose? All right, Tom Brady is going to start on Saturday. Matt Ryan's going to start on Saturday. That'll be kind of fun. A lot of duels between Matt Ryan and Tom Brady over the years. One in the Super Bowl. Last couple of years, the Falcons and the Bucks played each other. Those two guys saw each other, have some respect for each other. They don't actually play against each other. Each plays against the defense of the other team, right? Matt Ryan, he, he seems confident, as you might guess. Says camp went great. Feels good about everybody. Of course he's going to say that. Why wouldn't he say that, for God's sake? Isaiah Rogers, still in concussion protocol. Cameron Klein was there watching practice first time since his injury. He, he got the, the ding up top, so he's in the concussion protocol as well. But Isaiah Rogers, uh, Frank Reich was asked specifically about Isaiah Rogers, and he said that he's progressing well. And, and so, of course, everybody's progressing well. Uh, nobody's ever not progressing well in the world of uh, Frank Reich and injuries. You know, he has lost his right leg, but he's progressing well with the prosthetic. We expect him back with two to four weeks. Might start the season on the pup list. We don't know anything about Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard spent some time with Quiddy Pay. That's nice. Injured guys, they kind of flock together, and that's good. Quiddy Pay will obviously not play. On, on Saturday night. They're going to get him ready for the opener, but Frank Reich believes that Quiddy Pay is going to be ready for the opener, and that is a good thing. So that's the news from camp today. No more camp. It's all over. Saturday night, they're at Lucas Oil Stadium, and then next week, they get to work their uh, kind of final week of a non-preparatory sort of uh, mindset. And then a week from Monday, they start to work on the Houston Texans, and they have got to win against the Houston Texans. You have to. You have to open up the season, and this is where I worry a little bit, because Jonathan Taylor last year, not so great early on. First five games, he had one 100-yard game. His last 14 games, he had over 1,600 yards. Really, really good as he got going, but it took a minute for him to get going. Those first three games... You know what? Jonathan Taylor, not great, and the Colts started 0-3. Can't have it. So if, by sitting Jonathan Taylor, 
he's got rust. And in that first game, it's like 14 carries for 58 yards. You're going to have a tough time winning. And if you lose that game, this season has gotten off to a terrible start. Terrible start. Because you're staring at best one and three right in the eyes. The Jaguars, when was the last time the Colts won in Jacksonville? Was it 2014? When was the last time they won an opener? 2013? When was the last time they started a season 2-0? and It was actually the last time they started a season 14-0, and and that was 2009. Colts have got to get off to a good start. Win the first two road games. It would be the first time they had started the season 2-0 and with both games on the road since 1977. Yikes. I wasn't even driving. Good. I wasn't even in high school. What? Um, at any rate, got to get off to the good start. If you're 2-0 with, with then the Chiefs and the Titans coming to town, you know what? Then you're staring at 3-1. and one. You feel really good about yourselves. At 3-1, and one, all is possible. At 1-3, not so much. So there you go. Just about the first 11 minutes of every one of these, I talk about the Colts. Then we, you know, we talk about other things, and I'm going to talk about other things right now just to give you a clue. Patrick Beverly, now a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. Does that mean that Buddy Heald and Miles Turner will be following him shortly? We don't know. He goes to the Lakers from Utah. Utah gets Talon Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson. Between the two of those guys, they had 46 starts last year. Uh, Chet Holmgren out for 22-23. Who saw this coming? Are you kidding? Of course, Liz Frank problem with his foot. Yes, he is, he is not meant to be, human beings are not meant to be as tall as he is. You know, you look at him and you say, hey, he, the Thunder, they went after him. And, and Sam Presti, the GM, is convinced that Chet Holmgren is going to use this time and get better and come back better than ever. Okay, good for you. Um, Howard Kelman is going to be the play-by-play voice of the New York Yankees on September 2nd in Tampa. He's going to do the game between the Rays and the Yankees for the Yankees radio network, and congratulations to him. The Hall of Famer has been the voice of the Indianapolis Indians for 46 years, and now he gets to do a game on the fan, on that Yankees radio network, and I think it's fantastic. You know, uh, just I know it's a dream come true for Howard, and that's wonderful. Great job by him. At 46 years, he's not even the dean of broadcasters in central Indiana. Don Fisher entering his 50th season with Indiana. How about Mark Boyle, the kid, right? Closing in on 35 years as the radio voice of the Pacers. And then Matt Taylor, the great Mate, the, the youngin. He has been with the Colts for 10 years overall, been the play-by-play voice, what, the last three or four. So uh, good for Mayte, good for Mark, good for Howard, uh, good for Don Fisher, who continues to sound just like Indiana Athletics, doesn't he? Fantastic stuff. Um, At any rate, tomorrow is going to be special, and I'm going to show you the prize. We won't do it today. I'm going to show you the prize. And uh, we can't have a lottery, so it can't be donation-based. But somehow or another, i got to see that people are willing to accept this prize. And it's very, very cool. All right, we'll do that tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock actually, live. We will talk to you then. In the meantime, go 49ers, go Packers, right? Let's go.